0: Okay, hi everyone, welcome to Res Roots. So today we're gonna to be doing a book talk thing. Not TikTok, but this is a book talk T A L K, just so y'all know. Um so we have Gianna, we have Nova or Synovia, I don't know what you want to call her. But <laughs> call her one of those. Um but yeah, so we're gonna talk about our top three books, um, whether we read them or we want to read them. So yeah, yeah. How do you guys feel? Book talk? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's good. Uh, They're shy. So you
1: got two introverted birch (laughs) nerds on a talking show.
0: Okay. So this is why we read books. (laughs) It's all right. Extroverts, this is for you. Stand strong. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So we can just go in a circle um, or we can do all of them. But um, I guess I'll do one first for y'all. Um, I'll start not from my least favorite or to my most favorite, but I'm just going to show you what I'm reading now. And it's really good. I really like this book called Crying in H-Mart. It's actually a memoir from, um, as you can see, Michelle Zonner. I don't know how to say her name. But she is a Japanese-American citizen. So, yeah, it just talks about her mom and her relationship. And it's beautiful um, just because it, it It hits home guys It's sad But it's really good I like it Because there's a lot of Talking about grief And there is a quote I want to give you guys It was actually within the first Couple pages And Yeah it just says My grief comes in waves And is usually triggered By something arbitrary So arbitrary meaning Something small That you want to think of And I thought that was really cool Because I really think That's how grief should be explained So Yeah yeah, what do you what do you guys have? Go first. Go first.
1: Okay, well, I was going from the top of my stack, not not in any particular order. Um this one, it's called The Green Angel. Mm. I don't know where you can see it. yes, I read it um when I was like thirteen or fourteen, so edgy teen days. And <laughs> I reread it multiple times and I think I would still reread it because it's just good. I think it's considered fantasy, but it's really good. It's like it's kind of about grief in a way, but in a, like a really weird and dystopian or fictional way. I don't know how to explain it. It's really weird. Like you'd have to read it to understand how weird it is. So, if but you, it's know, really you good. know. Yeah, if you know. If you read it, which you should. This is also a book I've suggested to different friends like you should read this book. It's really short. I mean, it's like
0: how many pages is it? Um,
1: shoot. She doesn't even name the pages, or, like, oh. number them. It's a short story. That's all you need to know. Oh, I know. They're numbers. That mm. might have been the... Oh, that's the epilogue. Epilogue? Eplude? <laughs> <I believe. laughs> um, there's 105 pages, so it's literally like you didn't read it in a day. But I like to take my time with it, because it's just a really pretty story, and it's really sad, and it goes through her grief and her process in that grief, and it's just like a very poetic way of saying it. So it's like fantasy and poetry put together, and I think it's just really pretty. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's a good story. Yeah, it's a good cover, too.
1: Yeah. It's, just, I don't
2: know, it's like dark and gloomy. but us um, yes. <laughs> <It's> do <good>. Nice. <laughs> <Yes>. Nova. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is the book I'm reading. Just look at it. <laughs> um, anywho, it's called Traces of Guilt by Dean Henderson. And yes, it's taken me a long time to finish reading this book. But I like it because it follows the main character called Evie. And she's a cold case solver. And I like how it goes throughout the book. It has her leaning on the Lord about how she can go about through kind of like a hard work environment, especially if you're trying to solve some murders. But it's also really good. It's encouraging. And I think it's just the first book of a saga, I think. Mm. I barely discovered because it's like, while well, I'm reading, it and I'm like, "Dang, this is only the first book. It hasn't even concluded to what I'm thinking," so I think there might be more, but I have to do further investigation.
0: Full case style, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, sometimes it kind of cracks me up because it really has the "We'll put this thing on the wall." And I'm like, I don't think cops really do that, <laughs> but okay. I just know there's a lot of paperwork involved. Wow. But yes,
0: wow.
2: right now this is the one I am currently reading. Mm.
0: What is it called again?
2: Uh, Traces of Guilt. Nice.
0: Well, that's cool. All right. Continuing on. Um, So, this is my second book. It is called In His Image, Ten Ways God Calls Us to Reflect His Character by Jen Wilkins. So, I actually didn't get this book myself. It was a gift from one of my mentors I had. Um, Her name is Carolyn Templin. So, I don't know if she listens or not, but if she does, or if you know her and you listen, then you should tell her to listen to this. Because... Um, I got this book in 2020, and I was just going through a really hard time. There was just a lot of changes happening in my life, and yeah, I read this book, and it was really teaching me how to, I guess, react better. I wasn't reacting well with what happened in my life then. So yeah, it was great, and I didn't really understand it either, because in 2020, I was a very immature Christian, so um, I'm re- I was rereading it, and... It's actually really good. Um, It just encourages you how to, again, reflect his image. And the way it does that is by telling us God's character traits. Like, um, there's ten chapters. It says, God most holy, loving, good, just, merciful, gracious, faithful, patient, truthful, and wise. So, yeah. And it's really good. I suggest you all read it. It's a very, it's a really good book if you're struggling on how to... If you feel like you know you cannot reach God's standard, you can, because He wouldn't call you to do it if it wasn't reachable. So, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah,
2: it's all spiritual. <laughs> 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 that's,
0: good. that's good. I like it.
1: Okay, <laughs> now it's my turn. Um, yes. So my next book is it's called *The Duel Under the Stars*, and it's a memoir of a um, it's called a Luftwaffe pilot, night pilot. And essentially, in World War II, the the German side, so it was a Nazi pilot, and he wrote his own memoir. Um, But it's actually interesting going through it, because I grabbed it at Barnes & Noble, and I was like, hmm, because at the time, I really wanted to be a pilot, and I really love history, and I really love biographies, so it's kind of like a perfect combination of all three. Um, So I grabbed it, and I didn't really realize what a Luftwaffe pilot was, but it does have a plane on the cover (laughs) with their logo or whatever there's their symbol i don't know their flag whatever you call it the plane has it on there so i should have known but it's a really good story because it gives a lot of interesting insight about like he was just a kid really he's like 17 18 years old and like as pilots like yeah they are fighting planes like american um uh, European planes, and they're shooting them down in the nighttime. And that was like a very intense job because it's night piloting back mm-hmm. in the day, and you couldn't, like, you can't see. So it's pretty intense. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it goes through like. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It goes through how, like, it actually works and, like, how hard it was to actually spot the pilot or, like, the other planes. And then even, like, different stories of, like, when your plane was blown down, and if you happened to survive the landing, which was very rare, but if you did, like, sometimes the Nazi pilots or Luftwaffe pilots would go visit the American pilots, and it was just like having a cold beer with friends. It was really weird because, like, in the the sky, they're enemies, but, like, down below, they're just people fighting for their country. So it was really interesting. So good insight, even though it is about, you know, Nazis.
0: Hmm. I mean, you know. They did that like for a, I think a holiday, maybe it was Christmas, but they played soccer and they're just like, oh yeah, you know what? We're friends right now, but tomorrow I'll probably kill you. But it's like, <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, I don't know. It kind of shows different insight and in the relationships going on through war.
0: Yeah. So. yeah that's sad, <clears throat> but it sounds like a good, a different perspective. Yes. Which is perspective.
1: So, yeah. you know, beware. But it's not, it's not an enemy book. So yeah, it's good. I liked it. Definitely a good suggestion. Nice.
2: (laughs) Uh, So this one is another one that I enjoyed reading. It's called Shape. It is actually a book that's used for spiritual formation here at uh, IBC. Um, So what do they call it? It's an anagram?
0: I think so.
2: Um, I think that's what it's called. Well, S stands for, what does S stand for? oh spiritual gifts heart attitude personality personality and experiences so it's mainly about kind of how the lord made people or you know the lord did make people but he gave us we are uniquely made by him and how all the things come together to make us who we are but mainly our purpose for life cuz each of us has different spiritual gifts mm-hmm and not every one of them is the same, and at the same time with our heart, and that's kind of goes in touch with our calling about, you know, like if our calling is toward Native people or missions across seas, stuff like that. And attitude is just basically your attitude. (laughs) And personality, um, no, A is for attributes. No, abilities. I'm so sorry. (laughs) A is for abilities. (laughs) But, yes, abilities like, what was it? like if you're good at management or numbers or even just like simple serving people so there's a whole list of them in there where is it but anyway it's in here um of course personality personal experience is just things that you go through life um, the main thing that i really got out of this book was um kind of worthiness cuz i really struggled with with self-worth and Bunch of problems came with that, but that's for another time. Um, but it really helped me understand that, yes, the Lord took time out, kind of like his time, even though he's not bound by time. But, you know, like he really put thought in creating who I am and for him and also how he also did that for other people. So help me understand others a little more. In that it's okay that we're all different, even though sometimes we feel like we're the odd person out, we're the odd shape, <laughs> but you're still a shape, which is which is good, and just how your shape can connect to the whole puzzle piece of everything. Mm. Yeah, so sort we're of like we're our own little puzzle pieces. Mm. We're not one of them should be the same, but we all fit together. Mm. Especially the church. yes, wow. the church as a whole. <laughs> yes, mm. it's really cool. Yeah, so I liked it. Mm. It is a good read. Yes. yes. And who's it by? Oh, this one is by Eric Eric. <laughs> Reeves.
0: <Rees>. Eric. <laughs> Eric.
2: <laughs> Have you seen I the, know. what's it called? Happy Feet 3 where he's got oh. That a little weird. What is the he? The bird. Yeah. The poofin bird. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the puffin? 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 I do I puffin? think it's puffin. I don't know. As you can tell, even though we read, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for us. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like we're still not smarter. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. All right. Um, All right. So I have my last book and talking about who God made us to be. Um, this is a book called Transgender to Transformed. A story of transformation that will truly set you free by Laura Perry. And this is her um, in the back. I don't know if you can see her. But yeah. So it's really cool. Um, it's just kind of talking about how Like her experience, her testimony, and just how she desired to be a man when God made her to be a woman. And um, yeah, it just, she talks about the things that the media kind of doesn't talk about when it comes to being, to trying to transition from woman to man. There's a lot of backfire in that. And yeah, she really talks about her own experience and honestly regret that she feels of trying to do that because it has left a lot of medical problems on her side but um this is for people who do struggle with um wanting to be the other gender i personally do not struggle with that (laughs) just to make that clear but um i do i am a person who likes controversial topics not because i want people to feel bad or to bring people down just because i like to be ready as a Christian, I think it's good to be knowledgeable about this stuff because someone's going to try and talk to you and try to wiggle their way in to say, you know, it's not a sin. What you're doing is what I'm doing is right. And yeah, I want to be prepared. But yeah, I think it's really cool. Um, I think through this book, it really showed me just how twisted Satan tries to, just how he tries to ruin like everything God has made. Um, one thing is about like fear. There's a healthy fear and he twisted that. And it's just kind of going from only fearing the Lord. And now fear is associated with Satan when it should be, when it shouldn't be, shouldn't be, it should not be associated with him. (laughs) And, um, one other thing was, um, just discipline. I believe it was, I don't remember. It was something I read today and it was really cool. It's for a class, but in this, Um, Satan really attacks God's image in people. So if he created us to be so much like him, he's trying to mess with the person God made you to be. He's twisting your whole identity. So it's kind of trash um, that Satan does that. But I think it's a good read, even if you don't struggle with that. It's still really good. It's powerful, powerful Mm -hmm. stuff. How did you find that book? What Um, brought you to it? (laughs) So I actually went to a conference called... Falls Creek in Oklahoma this summer, and I went to the women's conference thing. It's like a meeting every morning. So I got up, crack of dawn just to go, and um, the, re- uh, the only thing I got was this book. <laughs> so they were giving out, like, books in the back, and that's where I found this. Mm-hmm. I was going to get The Case for Christ, but I thought this one was interesting, and I felt like the Lord was like, you know what? You should read this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I finished it in a day. Mm-hmm. Yes, is all I ever did in my free time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a hundred and eighty-six pages. Yeah, well, ninety-one if you read the acknowledgments.
2: So, yeah, oh, nice. Yes, I like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wait, we're going to keep going. I think we can keep going. We don't need him. <laughs> all right. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Okay. Anyway,
1: um, so my next book, and this one, this particular book, or copy, was given to me by a friend. But I reread this book. But it's called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. We all know it. I actually never read it. Yeah, yeah I, know. I know. <laughs> not everyone has read it, but it's you know everyone knows about it mm-hmm. most of the time. Unless you haven't, then that's okay. But it's a pretty common book. Um, so yes, The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. It's mm. one book out of now four, because now there's like prequel and there's coming out with a movie. And I'm so excited. Mm. Oh, I can't wait. Anyway, um, so yes, it's one book that I read. I think when I was twelve. Mm. Yeah. Again, I don't know. I was really obsessed with thirteen at that point. I was like. Reading a book every week. Preteen Gianna. <laughs> yes, preteen, <laughs> <edgy> little Gianna. <laughs> just trying to be cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how old I was. I think I was 12 or 13. That sounds about right. Anyway, I read it, and I read the whole series, like, at least four times. But this particular book, I know for a fact I've read four times or more. I, don't, I just really like the first book. And then, I don't know, the whole story, the sister dynamic that... Than main character Candace Everdeen has with her little sister Prim. Like, I always loved that, because I see myself like that with my little sisters, but then also me with my older sister, oddly enough. So yeah, that was just a really good story. I reread it a lot of times. This particular toppy is very fancy. You know. you don't normally see this. So I don't know where my friend got it, but if you ever watch this, you know who you are. I think Thank you. <laughs> so, yes, it's pretty. I, I like it on my bookshelf. It's just very satisfying because it sits and it's all gold and shiny. And it's like, yes. It's so like
2: so what is it, is it about?
1: Oh. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> we could go into that. Well, yes, the actual story is pretty fun. If you are not aware of what the story is like, or if you have not read the book or the movies, basically, it's a dystopian novel where um, it's like America way far off in the future hopefully mm-hmm. though at this rate could be in another 10 20 years so you don't know <laughs> oh just kidding um so yeah <laughs> it's like it's a dystopian novel and about you know America later on under a completely different government it's kind of i don't know what type of government you would consider it as but it's pretty intense um basically the government is punishing the country for what happened over 75 years ago If you're 100 game buffs and you're getting angry at me, I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know the time frame, but (laughs) yes, anyway, they got mad at them. And essentially, now what they have to do are like the the people under the government, what are they called? The citizens (laughs) have to send in their kids, like two kids out of each. District and there's 12 districts, but there used to be 13, and it's a whole thing. Um, and then they send in two kids, one boy, one girl, into what's called the Hunger Games to fight each other, like kids against kids. So, like, I think 12 years old, 10, 8? I don't know <laughs> what the ages are. Anyway, they're young kids to, like, almost adults, mm-hmm. and they have to fight each other and kill each other until there's only one remaining, and there's 24 people.
2: Yeah. It's mm. pretty so is that the, like the first book out of all of them? Yeah, it's the first oh. book.
0: Wow. Yes. I heard, well, not heard, I watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the, what are their names? The romance, the tropes, oh, the pairs. Yes, the I ships. forgot about the, uh, <laughs> so, okay. There's this whole thing among <laughs> the
1: fans where it's like, it's not a love triangle, but then others like it is a love triangle. So it's a whole thing. I don't know if you're on mm-hmm. Tumblr. If one of those, <laughs> it's the same. Um, I wasn't ever on Tumblr, I was on Pinterest, which is almost the same thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's a tr- love triangle between. So, Katniss Everdeen, the main character, she volunteers in place of her little sister. And so she goes in the Hunger Games, but then this other boy, who she knows previously from history between them, kind of. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, history between them, and she, Katniss Everdeen, it's like, oh, that's the boy who saved me when I was 12 years old. There's like this whole thing, like, dang, now he's here. <laughs> and so Katniss Everdeen and now Peter Millard go into the Hunger Games together, while Katniss Everdeen is really close to this one dude um, named Gale. Dale's all right. When you read, like, the third book, you're like, mm. you kind of suck. <laughs> but at first, he's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Katniss and Dale used to go hunting together. And then, well, they still did. I don't know. That's, That's a, suspicious. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, so Tantness and PETA, you know, went to the Hunger Games. He was left behind, but Dale had always kind of shown interest. And then throughout the whole book, so there's, like, it's just a whole love triangle thing. I don't know. You
0: know mm. I, like, at least I think I remember. I think I liked PETA more. I'm like, yes, chivalry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, in...
1: <laughs> um... In the books, you really, really like Peta because it just shows more of his character. But in the movies, they don't always do great in the movies. So if you really, really love the movies or if you only saw the movies, no judgment. But I personally loved Peta in the books more just because he was more...
2: Developed. more <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes yeah, so he was more developed his character was there more he's he's he a man he yeah.
0: <laughs> movie, he's kind of wimpy and i'm like yeah. just grow up <laughs> come on you could you have so much potential <laughs> yeah. so you don't need cat <laughs> yeah. yes. just be a paul be single <laughs> yes. Nice. yes that's a yeah, good book good right. doing for it.
2: All right, so my last book, I think it's my favorite book of all time, besides the Bible. <laughs> Just a <throw> right. disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. But um, this is my favorite book of all time. It's uh, House of the Scorpion by Nancy Farmer. Um, I first found this book back when I was in junior high. Mm. Um, my sister read it, and I was kind of like, eh, yeah, whatever. And then I read it, and I think this is the one book I could not put down mm. at all. So, I was all at church and I was reading it. I was like, yes. <laughs> so, put it between the hymnal book. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> even during Sunday school, I remember I was just reading this. But it's really good. So, um, it's not technically a Christian book, but I do think it has some, it's a great book for discussion of like ethics or like theology almost, I guess, along those lines. There's a certain word for it, but I don't remember what it is. But basically, it follows the main character who is a clone of this rich guy. And throughout, it kind of follows his life. And since he's a clone, he kind of struggles with if he was actually supposed to be on Earth and if he had a soul or not. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, And, of course, throughout the book, he has like a father figure, um, kind of like almost like a love interest but they don't really expound upon that she could you know starts off as a sister but as they grow a little older she kind of becomes that um, almost love interest for him but not too much um, of course it's kind of like following him from when he was a baby to I think if I remember like pre-teens but it's really good I like it because he kind of struggles with his purpose in life, and the reason why he was a clone, because this rich old man who's like, I don't know, 150 if I remember, he basically made clones all throughout his life so he could take their organs and put it into his. And this mm. clone specifically, it's, he's gonna take his heart. Mm. So, oh, so sorry. So he struggles with that, you know, his identity, if he's really supposed to be on earth, and if he could be saved type mm. of deal. So it's really good. I recommend it. And I just found out there's a prequel <laughs> to this book. It's so good. Um, the second book is called The Lord of Opium. But it's, Opium is actually the name of the land. Don't get it confused. But I really like it. Mm. Um, so, and I just bought this because I've been on the look for this book forever. Mm. And I finally found it at Barnes and & Noble's. And the lady's mm. like, follow me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I didn't. And she was like, actually, there's, because it had a little crease in it. And I was like, I really want one that's not creased because I'm paying good money. I want it in pristine condition. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I think we have another one. She was like, I'm sorry, that's the only one. But we do have this other one. And it was the prequel. And I was like, I'll take them <laughs> was like, Charge me! <laughs> so I bought it right. Yeah. So it's really good. I like it. And of course, it's a real good. It's a national book. It won three awards. Wow. And that's how good it is. Nice. And yes, I like it. It's really good.
0: Wow. Well, guys, we're at the end. But I hope you liked our book selections. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, um, I don't know, comment, say something to us on the instagram please be nice <laughs> don't don't get mad
2: <laughs> oh yeah or share what your favorite book is <gasps> yes. so we can take a mm-hmm. take a good read
0: we like reading so as you can tell please give us some recommendations <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah mm-hmm. so thanks for listening and i hope y'all have a good time so, yeah. yes. bye nice <laughs>